0: Welcome to Greater Faith. You're listening to the Year of the Turnaround message from Pastor Azzolini. We hope that today's message blesses and encourages you as you go through your day. Lamentations chapter 5, verse 21. If you have it, say amen. If you're cheating and you're looking at the screen, say amen. Well, that one's loud. Hallelujah. Start bringing our Bibles to church. Hallelujah. Turn thou us unto thee, O Lord. Turn thou us unto thee, O Lord. And we shall be turned. Renew our days as of old. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. I may have only been here six months, but I can feel a hundred-year root system in this church, a root system that goes back almost a century of apostolic heritage, power, and revival. And I know that I have a word from the Lord for this congregation today. Usually I have many scriptures, but today this is the only scripture that I have for you. And I'm going to read it one more time because it's in the King James Version. And when I read the King James Version, I don't know about you, but sometimes I need to read it a couple times because I want you to hear what this scripture is saying and let it draw a parallel to where we are right now and where you are right now as an individual, as this congregation, where we've been and where we're going. Turn thou us God, turn us, turn greater faith, turn me unto you. Mm. And I shall be turned. We shall be turned. And Lord, renew our days as of old. I'm telling you right now in the Holy Ghost that you are going to experience some answered prayers prayed by some people that you have never even met but God is ushering this church into a season of answered prayers. And there are sacrifices and prayers that have been prayed by people from generations ago that right now God is stepping in and He is renewing and He is pouring out those answers. If you believe that, would you pray with me this morning? Jesus, we love you. Lord, we're so thankful to be in your house today with people like precious faith. Thankful for every hearer every believer Lord that has come into this house today to hear from you or to be fed by your word to be encouraged to be uplifted by your spirit Lord and I pray this morning God Lord that every shackle every chain every hindrance every entanglement would be cut off Lord in the liberty of the Holy Ghost and your precious love Lord would have its perfect way and do its perfect work in our midst here this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Would you give the Lord another hand clap of praise? Praise God, you may be seated. Didn't the praise team do an awesome job today? Praise God, hallelujah. On July 5th of this year, the Ohio Department of Transportation shut down the State Route 93 exit. How many of you were aware of that? Yeah. Aren't you glad it's over? Hallelujah. And posted a sign that it would reopen on October the 5th. How many of you were counting down those days? In the first couple of days after closing down the exit. They demolished and removed the old exit ramp as well as much of the north and southbound lanes on 93 near and under that overpass. They put out the orange cones and orange signs and began to work on the road. I did not know what they were doing the first two months because it seemed to me that they weren't doing much. But what they were actually doing was removing the old foundation on which the traffic flowed and they were laying a new foundation for a new traffic pattern. This project was very inconvenient. It was costly. It was disruptive for everyone accustomed to using that road and that exit. Amen. Amen. And it seemed like nothing was getting done for a while, but work was being done. The base layers were being laid and compacted. Strength was being added under the surface. I remember just a few weeks before the project was supposed to be complete, I made the comment to my wife and my family, this this is the faith of your pastor on a weekday, ready? Ready? There's no way they're going to finish that exit ramp by October the 5th. (laughs) But all of a sudden, that project began to take shape in the last few weeks. And for the last two to three weeks, they began to quickly complete that exit ramp. Mm. For the next month until the end of November... I'll continue to live in New Albany, Ohio, and that's roundabout country up there. If you've ever been there, they got rid of pretty much every traffic light, and everything's a roundabout now, and I don't know about you, but I love roundabouts. I did not get an amen, but but you'll come to my way of thinking, amen. They keep things moving. They keep things flowing, and they make it easy to turn around if you've gone in the wrong direction. Hallelujah. Last weekend on Friday and Saturday, we had Drew and Caleb Pendergrass here for our music weekend, and it was such a wonderful time in the Holy Ghost. The Lord did a great work in our music department, spiritually and practically, And on Saturday, while Sister Kayla was working with our team, I took some time to take Brother Drew out for coffee and show him our new home. And on our way back to Ironton, just a few minutes before we reached the 93 exit, the Holy Ghost moved on that car, moved on us in that car, amen. And we began to talk about everything that the Lord was doing here at Greater Faith, hallelujah the miracles that have taken place, the outpourings of the Holy Ghost that have happened, the way God has worked in so many families. Then as faith was building in that car as we were talking, I told him that I believe God is only going to continue to make great changes in our lives, in our homes, in our church, and in this region. Praise God. And as we got to that exit ramp, we mentioned how surprising it was that Ironton spent the money to put two roundabouts in. And then it was like Revelation just moved in. And a word from the Lord came forward. These roundabouts make it so easy or make it easier for people to turn around smoothly and change direction. And I've come with a word for this church family here today. And I'll speak it into the atmosphere of this city. That I declare to you that those roundabouts in the physical are symbolic of what God is doing in this church and in this region. And I prophesy to you in the Holy Ghost this morning that we have stepped into the year of the turnaround at Greater Faith Apostolic Church. Mm. There is going to be a turnaround in your family. There is going to be a turnaround in your finances. There is going to be a turnaround in your faith. There is going to be a turnaround in this region. That roundabout, I believe, and you can believe it or not, but I believe it's symbolic of what God is doing in this region. I believe all of heaven has said, "Enough is enough. This has been in the clutch of the enemy for too long. And it's time for a turnaround in Jesus name.. Hallelujah. In the next few moments that conversation, the Lord quickened me to preach this word to you today, the year of the turnaround. Now, I'll admit to you that I was confused because it's almost November, and so I double checked with God, and I said, are you sure that's the title, Mm -hmm. the year of the turnaround? Mm. And I felt like the Lord said that you need to check the biblical Jewish calendar, Guess what? Rosh Hashanah was 45 days ago. We are 45 days into the Hebrew New Year right now. And the Lord brought something else to my mind. It was a conversation I was a part of probably 15 years ago. I was working with a young man, me and another minister, who was trying to turn his life around. And I remember that he was challenged in that conversation to give God three months completely dedicated to go all in, hold nothing back for three months and see what God would do. Hallelujah. It took the city three months to dig... Lay a foundation, form, pour, and pave those roundabouts. And I feel in the Holy Ghost to tell somebody here today Mm. you are three months away from the greatest turnaround you have ever had in your life. You are three months away of giving God all that you have, going all in with Jesus. Three months of saying no to sin, three months of praying, three months of reading the Word, three months of fasting, three months of being faithful to the house of God every time the doors are open, three months of obeying the Holy Ghost, three months of sowing to the Spirit, three months of being faithful in returning. Uh, 10% of your increase to God. Uh, three months of giving God your first fruits. Uh, three months of staying in fellowship with the body of Christ. Uh, three months of listening uh, to godly leadership. Uh, some of you are just three months away uh, from the greatest turnaround uh, in your life. I'm telling you, that's a word for somebody in this room today. For somebody's in this room today that you walked in here believing that things could never change that things could never turn I'm here today to tell you God's already done the heavy lifting for you he came in and dug up the dirt he got rid of that old foundation and he installed a way for you to turn things around he's saying if you'll just give me three months and hold nothing back I will prove to you that it's not too late for things to turn around we are in the season of the turnaround in Jesus name now watch this there are seven major holidays on the Jewish calendar three of them are celebrated as reset points or new years or starting points in the Jewish calendar you can think of it like this Uh, If you've ever worked in the corporate world, you have the calendar year, right? But then you also have your fiscal year, right? You have the school calendar year. So there is these starting points on the Hebrew calendar that I'm referring to here today. One is the beginning of the biblical calendar year, which is called Aviv or Nisan, and it's typically around the beginning of March, the next one is what they call their civil new year. And it's called Rosh Hashanah. It's what I was just talking about. It's the one we talked about already and it coincides with the Feast of Trumpets. And the last one is called the New Year of Trees. And it celebrates God's provision and all he has done in our lives. Mm-hmm. And three months from now, Around the 1st of February will be a Chavette. Three months from now, some of you are going to be celebrating God's provision and all He has done in your life in the greatest turnaround that you have ever experienced. Mm, hallelujah. See, so you've got to understand, God began to put these things into my spirit. Before I ever even studied. And as I began to study. God showed me exactly where he was on the timeline. He said if you'll preach this today. He said they have November. December and January. To go all in. And you tell them that I'll hold nothing back from them. If they'll hold nothing back from me. If they will make a decision. To go all in with Jesus. He said I will turn things around in their family. I will turn things around in in their home, Uh, I will turn things around in their marriage, Uh, I will turn things around in their relationships, Uh, I will turn things around in their finances, Uh, I will turn it around uh, if they, Mm. now I realize that not everybody said amen when I talked about how great roundabouts are. Because I know for some people, roundabouts can be confusing. Mm. I encountered such a person recently. as I was attempting to exit on State Route 93. And a precious lady at the end of that exit ramp was very confused about how the roundabout worked. And she just sat there and sat there. My kids were sitting next to me, and they could just feel the temperature begin to rise. My face began to turn red, and I'm like, be a Christian, be a Christian. I was like, right, just just a little love, love, beep, <laughs> you can go. And she just sat there, and I was like, All right, beep, beep. <laughs> and then, and then, Brother Derek, the fruit escaped me. And I went, mm, and I just laid on the horn for a second. And she finally went, she finally went, and I I thought, thought, thank God, because I I thought maybe she thought it was a red light or something, and she finally went, and so we, (laughs) I know you're all so disappointed in me, I know, I know, I've let you down, forgive me, it gets worse, so just hold on. So we, we turn right at that roundabout. and We come down, and I'm getting ready to turn left, you know, where all those hotels are. And she's in the right lane, and, and she's going slow, and I'm not going slow because I felt like I should have been able to pull out about three minutes earlier. And so I, I'm getting ready to turn left, and she pulls up right beside my car, rolls down her window, and, 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 and she wanted to say something to me. And so I was like, okay, I'll roll down my window, and let's have an exchange. And so I rolled down my window, and she said you know, I have to wait until it's all clear in all directions. And I said, no, I said, you don't. I said, you only have to look left. I said, and if it's clear to the left, then you can go right as soon as there's an opening. And she just looked at me. With a blank stare like she had never heard that before, Brother Brandon. And I said, I look forward to seeing you there again soon. And we rolled, down the, or rolled up the window and we pulled off and we smiled. Mm. But listen, she was treating that roundabout like a red light. Like a red light that the green light was broken. And she didn't seem to understand that danger was only going to come from one direction, her left. And going right was the only right way to go. Uh, this is what I love about roundabouts. They allow you to go as soon as there's an opening. I want to read a scripture to you. And we'll get back into the word because I know some of you are so disappointed in pastor. But we're going to bring it back up. Amen. Amen. Psalms 119.59 says, I thought on my ways and turned my feet unto thy testimonies. Mm. I thought on my ways and turned my feet unto thy testimonies. If there is going to be a turnaround in your life, you can't change the traffic pattern just to suit you. You don't get to pick what direction to go or when to go. You go when there's an opening. And you go the right way. The psalmist said, I thought on my ways. I took the time to let the light of His Word and the light of His Spirit to shine upon the things in my life that need to change. He said, I thought on my ways. Then I turned my feet not whatever direction I felt like going, but unto thy testimonies. Hear it. If I'm going to have a turnaround, I've got to turn my feet the direction that God wants me to go. Hmm. (laughs) Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I've got to walk where the light is shining. Ah, Hallelujah. If the... Hear it, greater faith if the light is shining on your church attendance then start being faithful to the house of God in his house is where his word edifies you and me and it shines a light on my life if the light is shining on your attitudes then walk where the light is shining in his presence is fullness of joy and in his presence Presence is where my attitude changes. If the light is shining on your giving, then start obeying the light and returning the tithes and the offerings to the house of the Lord. I cannot expect God's blessing on my finances, on my business, on my financial endeavors if I'm ignoring where the light is shining. I've got a word for somebody today God is going to turn The economy of your family Around and it's going To happen when you live In obedience to his word God is going to Turn the finances of this Church around and it's Going to happen through our Obedience to his word God is going to Turn the economy of This city around and it's It's going to happen uh, because the church uh, turned their feet uh, in the way of His work. Ah. Hallelujah. 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 Last Friday night, we had a consecration service with our music department. We made a space for God to begin to talk to us and deal with things in our life that He wanted us to change or Bring into alignment or surrender to Him. Hallelujah. You know what we were doing? We were thinking on our ways. We were thinking on. Sometimes we rush through life. I'm reading a book right now called Addicted to Busy. And man, do I need that book. Hallelujah. But we go through life so quickly that sometimes we don't take time for reflection. And allow God to shine a light in our life, how we're living, things that are going on. But when you take time like we did last Friday and say, God, I want you to shine a light right where I'm at. Let me tell you what will happen. God will begin to reveal things to you. And the appropriate response is to turn your feet and walk in the way of his testimony. Ah, Hallelujah. Hmm. This right here. This is a stack of Bible quiz cards. My kids have been Bible quizzers for a few years. And a few years ago, they read the book of Proverbs. Or excuse me, they memorized 180, no, 287 scriptures in the book of Proverbs. Proverbs 4.23 says, Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Proverbs 16, 7 says, When a man's ways please the Lord, he maketh even his enemies to be at peace with him. How many of you would like your enemies to be at peace with you? Proverbs 17, 27 says, He that hath knowledge spareth his words. Your pastor needs a little more knowledge, right? I should have spared my words that day. And a man of understanding is of an excellent spirit. Proverbs three nine says, "Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the firstfruits of all thine." Increase Proverbs 13, 3 says, Whoso despiseth the word shall be destroyed, but he that feareth the commandment shall be rewarded. You know what happens when you start letting this word be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path? You will then know which way to walk. You will know what to do. When life begins to throw you a curveball and you have challenges in your life, And you are faced with mountains and valleys And situations and questions And circumstances and encumbrances And heaviness and the temptation of sin You know what you do? You look to see where's the light shining I don't know what to do Let me see where the light is shining I'm going to look to see what direction The word tells me to walk And then I'm going to turn my feet and I'm going to walk in that way. Mm. The word will show you which way to turn. Hallelujah. First Samuel 15 and 26 and 27. And Samuel said unto Saul, I will not return with thee. For thou hast rejected. Thou hast rejected. Mm. You better make this connection here. Some of us want things to change. We get frustrated with situations in our life. But when the word speaks to that situation, we have a choice. Are we going to receive what the Word says or are we going to reject what the Word says? See, I've got to hear it, I've got to receive it, and I've got to respond to it. That's what the psalmist was saying. He he said, when the light shines there, you've got to receive it and you've got to walk in it. Mm. Let's look at what happens when we don't do that. Samuel said to Saul, I will not return. With thee, Samuel knew which way he was walking. For thou hast rejected the word of the Lord. Saul, you're going a different direction than me. I'm following the light of his word that is leading me. So I will not return with you. And the Lord hath rejected thee, Saul, from being king over Israel. Verse 27. And as Samuel turned. Everybody say, turned. Turned. As Samuel turned about to go away, he laid hold upon the skirt of his mantle, and it rent. Or we would say, it ripped. He was trying to walk away. He said, Saul, that's it. You've crossed the line. One too many times, God has spoken to you. And you've rejected it One too many times Saul uh, The Lord has tried to give you direction uh, And instruction uh, And his word has spoken to you uh, And every time Saul uh, You think you know a better way uh, You think you got a better plan uh, You think you got a better direction Uh, Well this time's enough uh, Is enough Saul Uh, I'm walking this way uh, And you're walking this way uh, And as Samuel uh, began to walk away uh, Saul Grip the hold uh, of the garment trying to keep the man of God in a stationary position where he could continue to control and manipulate and dictate what was happening in his environment. And you know what, Samuel? Samuel loved Saul. Samuel cared about Saul. Samuel's the one that had anointed Saul. So to watch Saul skip the turn to watch Saul say no to God to watch Saul live in disobedience to his word. It was breaking Samuel's heart but nonetheless Samuel said I'm going to walk in the direction that God is telling me to walk and as Saul reached up and ripped the part of his garment from off of his body Samuel did not turn around to retrieve what had been ripped but he kept on walking he kept on walking you need to hear your pastor today there will be people and some things that try to hang on to you when you turn around there are some attachments in your life you are going to have to allow to be ripped from you if your turn around is going to be successful there's going to be some unhealthy Relationships On the other end of that rope There's going to be some emotional Baggage on the other end Of that tether There's going to be times Where your opinion Conflicts with the Word of God There's going to be some carnal habits That are going to try to keep you stationary There's going to be some pride And some flesh That says stay, 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 it's okay We can be comfortable right here But I'm telling you right now When those entanglements reach up And grip your garment Say no and keep on walking Keep on walking Make a choice God, I'm going to have my turnaround In Jesus' name Your turnaround will dethrone your flesh, and your flesh will try to rip you apart to stop you. Uh, let me tell you something when you start your turnaround, you can expect things to happen. Uh, your environment's gonna be disrupted. I'm telling you, your mind. Your, very, your mind will fight against you when you try to turn around and live for God. There will be emotions inside of you that rise up and try to make you be complacent about the transformation that is taking place in your life. So you've got to make a decision, Brother Derek, before you ever pull into that roundabout, before you ever even get in the car. You've got to make a choice. God, when the a turnaround shows up, I'm not stopping God. I'm not going to allow any entanglement in my life to keep me from completing what you are doing in my life. Mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Would you stand? Mm. Praise God. Anybody ever gotten lost before? Sometimes when we're lost, when we're taking a wrong turn or missed an exit, or God forbid, our GPS loses its signal, help us, God. It can be difficult to turn around sometimes. Why? Because you're already set in a certain direction. Now you've got to look for a place and a space to make that turnaround. Mm, woo. Hudson and I were ministering in Texas a couple weeks ago I was ministering he was playing I don't know what he was doing he was just having a good time and we were in Texas and it was Monday morning and I had to get to the airport early brother Jerry man I was responsible I set my alarm I packed my bags I did everything right I got in that car, we're cruising along, and let me me tell you something. Let me just tell you something, okay? You don't even know what traffic is until you've driven in Dallas or Houston or Austin. And here I am. I'm like, okay, God, airport's only 13 miles away. Now, in Ironton, that'd be 13 minutes to get to the airport. But here, it's 45 on a good traffic day. So I'm like, all right, God, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave him plenty of time. And I left him plenty of time. And I'm out there early, we're watching the sun come up. And here comes the traffic. They start pouring onto the highway. Pouring on, going to work, right? Amen. And down there, the highway's so big, they have this thing called the HOV lane or the carpool lane, right? So if you are not alone in your car, if you have more than one person in your car, you get special privileges. You're allowed to get in the carpool lane. Right, Because most people are all by themselves in the car So I see these people pouring on I'm like we're going to get in the carpool lane (laughs) Ah, Help me Lord I'm going down the carpool lane And my GPS adjusts I'm like wow I can tell that I moved one lane over right? And the GPS Changed and it told me to get off At an upcoming exit But the airport was still Far down the highway And I was like I'm not getting off there I'm like this GPS is crazy Well, the GPS knew something that I didn't know, Brother Jerry. They knew that if I didn't get off right there, there would now be a concrete barrier on both sides of that HOV lane that would last for over 20 miles. And as I passed that exit, I saw the GPS say, recalculating, and it added 30 minutes to my airport drive that morning. You know why? Because I didn't take the opening when the opening was there. I'm telling you, I I had this message written last night, but this morning I was praying. I was crying in that office. I said, God, I still don't know how to end this service. What is your direction for this altar call this morning? He said, tell them. You've got to go when there's an opening. And there's an opening right now. I'm telling you, I know I'm in the Holy Ghost. God is speaking to some of you in this room right here today. There is an opening in front of you right now for a turnaround. And you may think, well, I'm just going to go a little bit further. I can turn around next week. Well, come January, then I'll get serious about living for God. Let me tell you, you don't know what kind of barrier is going to show up in your life that will prevent you from that turnaround. And I feel the Holy Ghost inviting people today to say, yes, God, I'm ready. I'm ready for a turnaround in my life. God, I am ready for you to change things. God, I'm ready to seize the opportunity that's in front of me right now. Mm. If you're ready for a turnaround in your life, if there's areas in your life that you need a turnaround, if you're ready to follow the light of his word, I'm going to invite you to respond this morning. I'm going to invite you to step out of your row into your aisle, begin to make your way down here to the front, and just begin to say yes. Thanks for joining with us today. Be sure to check us out online at greaterfaith.church or find us on Facebook by searching My Greater Faith. There you can watch this sermon and others, as well as live stream all available services. If you like what you heard today, be sure to follow our podcast for new sermons and Bible studies as they become available. Greater Faith. Everyone's welcome. Nobody's perfect. And anything's possible.